Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. I am glad that our God is not like some of us. Some of us, when it rains, we cannot count on your faithfulness. What a shock. But it is well. If you are here this morning, I believe that God has ordained a special blessing for you. And your God will be faithful to the very end. He who has begun a good work in us, he will be faithful to bring it to a good end. You will end this year very well. In this new month of November, I see God visiting you like never before. It may be the 11th month, but also at the 11th hour. That man went out to hire some more people. And so this is your living hour for a blessing. Get ready to receive a blessing in this month. Receive it in the name of Jesus. God is going to bless you. And your life will not be the same again. Come on, put your hands together and give the Lord a shout of our aim. Hallelujah. Well, as you're already aware, this week is our International Shepherds Congress Week. Amen. Hallelujah. So all shepherds all over the world are gathering. We're having more than 7,000 people gathering at this place this week. Amen. So all shepherds are invited. It's, it's strictly for shepherds, but you know how it is. I mean, if you can find your way, I don't know how, but... Because people are coming with their badges and all that. But something can be worked out. So make your way. Amen. Now, in view of that, these materials by our father, Bishop Dag, the charisma, gospel blaze, hallelujah, and then the evangelist. These are over 200 evangelistic sermons. Hallelujah. Those of you who have been called to be evangelists, you need to get it. Then the Makane original, Makane extra, and then the Makane ion. They are all available. And then the Loyalty Collection uh, Ministers Training Video Series. All these ones uh, are going for 240 Ghana cities each. Each. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, uh, I think they were going for about $100 and it's been reduced. So, this is the time to get it. If you don't get it now, I don't know when you can get it. So, this week, try and put some money aside. So you can get it. Amen. How many are going to get one? At least one. At least one of them. Okay, next week Sunday, I'm going to inspect those of you who got it. So that. All right. God bless you. Lift up your hands to the Lord this morning and ask God to speak to you. Hallelujah. Pray that you will receive a word. A word that will touch your life and change your life. A word that will move you to your next level. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh yes, oh yes Lord, oh yes, pray for a word, Father speak to us by your spirit, yes Lord, oh yes, 
inside me now and soul find rest my soul in Christ alone in Christ alone know his power know his power in quietness and in trust in quietness Oh, when the ocean lies and thunders roar, I will soar with you above the storm. Father, you are king over the night. Oh, I will be still. Father, we thank you so much this morning. What a blessing. Bringing us into another month. The month of November. Father, we know that it's because of your mercies. That is why we are not consumed. Your grace has brought us this far. We know that same grace will see us through to the very end. We are not moved. But we find rest in you, O God. We will be still and know that you are God. No matter what comes our way, we know that we will soar up with wings like eagles. We shall run and not be weary. We shall walk and not faint. Holy Spirit, we welcome you this morning. Please have your way. Touch every heart in this place. Let those who are burdened, may their burdens be lifted from them in the name of Jesus. Let the ones who are discouraged be encouraged. Let your word come and stir us on to do more for you. We bless you, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for Jesus. God bless you. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. All right. This morning, I felt that 
I needed to conclude my series on hidden blessings in the storms of life. Hallelujah. Because we need to move on to other things. So I decided to do that this morning. And um, I wanted to dedicate that to um, the family of one of our members who passed on to be with the Lord, Angela Amasewa Kwachi Ochre. Family is uh, worshiping with us. We'll be praying with them at the end of the service. But um, we want to encourage them and comfort them. And even for others who have lost loved ones. Uh, we have Lady Pastor Nana Krantman lost her mother. You know, and also uh, Sister uh, Mavis, uh, who also lost her husband. But in all these things, we are more than conquerors. And uh, I pray that these messages will be a blessing to all of you and also lady pastor joyce also who lost her dad um it is well tell somebody it is well amen turn with me to matthew chapter 14 that has been our foundational scripture i want to encourage you if you were not here for the first two messages that were preached maybe you should get it it will help you to have a fuller understanding of the whole message but matthew chapter 14 from verse 22 the bible says that and straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him onto the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. When the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I. Be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him, and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? And when they were come into the ship, the wind ceased. Then they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying, Of a truth, thou art the Son of God. And when they were gone over, they came into the land of Gennesaret. And when the men of that place had knowledge of him, they sent out into all that country, ran about, and brought unto him all that were diseased, and besought him that they might only touch the hem of his garment. And as many as touched were made perfectly whole. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his holy word. Amen. Well, we realize that as we go through life, we face challenges, we face storms. And uh, these are things that come up. We cannot do anything about them. They are inevitable. They come. When we read the Bible, the Bible says that Jesus said to the disciples that if you go to the other side, he will join them. They were just obeying what Jesus had told them. They were not doing anything wrong. They were actually in the will of God. Amen. So storms come and um, these people were just in the will of God, but a storm came. Sometimes you ask yourself, why would a storm come as I'm in the will of God? But we, we, we cannot even explain. 
But if we begin to understand why even the storms come, it will help us to really be happy and enjoy God better. Rather than complaining bitterly all the time. Now the storms, there are different types of storms. Hey, some are hurricanes. <laughs> some are tsunamis. Hey, how many have been through a tsunami before? Your situation that you are going through is a tsunami. Anybody like that? Hey. Oh, if you haven't been through that before, then I think <laughs> your Christian life has not started yet. Tsunami. Hurricane Kojo. Hurricane something. But different kind of storms that we go through in life. I found out the meaning of a storm. And it says it's a violent disturbance of affairs. <laughs> hey violent disturbance so the normal way things are going is disturbed and nobody likes that we wish that everything will go on smoothly we are happy everything you and your husband or your wife and your children everything is good nice but storms do come and that's why we need to be ready for them but we also learned a few things uh first of all that storms are a means of transport that's the first thing we learned. And out of that, we saw that Jesus needs a storm to come to you. Bible says that he came to them on the sea, walking on the sea. He needed a storm to come to them. So, a storm brings Jesus to you. May Jesus come to you in the name of Jesus. And the Bible says that he came at the darkest time of the night. The fourth watch, which is between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. But Jesus had been with them from the afternoon. Why didn't he come all that while? But he waited till it was very dark. Sometimes Jesus waits till it's very dark till he comes. Mm. Somebody may not like that one. But that is how it is. But the good news is that he is a very present help in time of trouble. And so he will be there. We went through that in Psalm 46. I don't think we can go through all that again. And then the second thing we said was that storms are God's means of testing us. Hallelujah. And uh, you, you will never know what is in you until you are tested. And that's why when you go to school, you have to write exams. Yeah. So that when you are not doing well, they repeat you. <laughs> and people don't like exams. When they say, we are going to write an exam, say, hey! But you will find out that you will begin to know what is in you. When they were on the, on the ship and Jesus appeared to them, that was when they saw him, they cried out in fear. So that shows us what was in them. Fear, not faith. You will begin to know what is in people when certain things happen. The things they begin to say. say mm, this brother all along, <laughs> he said he was loyal, but he was not loyal at all. He said he's leaving the church. Asoma. But we need to be full of faith. Hallelujah. And also we find that it reveals what, what kind of God we also serve. Uh, and, and all the people in the Bible found out the God that they serve. People like Abraham found out that he was a Jehovah Jireh. People like uh, uh, Joshua who found out that he was a God who was able to bring down walls. You find out different things as you go through your storm. Hallelujah. And that's why we can have all these songs that people sing when the oceans rise 
and thunders roar. I will soar with you. Uh, how great is our God. Uh, sing with me how great. He sing all these songs because of the storms that they went through. They were able to sing. Mover of the mountain, master of the sea. It is well with my soul. All these songs that people sang, it was out of the storms that they went through. May you also have your song. Hallelujah. And we found out three things that he came with peace, he came with power, he came with potential. I cannot go through all that. But today, quickly, then we close. So the third thing that I want you to understand about the storms is that the storms are God's means of a testimony. Hallelujah. God wants you to have a testimony. Tell somebody God wants you to have a testimony. Tell him you will also share your testimony. Amen. Some people say, ask for me, when am I going to share a testimony? It's because you are not happy when you go through storms. After you have gone through your storm, you will have a, a testimony to share. Hallelujah. Storms are God's means of giving us a testimony. And everybody deserves to have a testimony. Ask the next person, have you shared a testimony before? And I see you being the next person to share. Hey, we shall be sharing testimonies upon testimonies. That is why we always give you an opportunity to come and share what the Lord has done. You see, testimonies are very, very powerful. People don't know, but testimonies are very, very powerful. When you read Judges chapter 5 and verse 11, look at something that the Bible says in Judges 5. And verse 11. It says that they that are delivered from the noise of arches. Hey, what have you been delivered from? In the places of drawing water. It said, there shall they rehearse the righteous acts of the Lord. It's very important that we rehearse the righteous acts of the Lord. Very important. It said, even the righteous acts towards the inhabitants of his villages in Israel. Then shall the people of the Lord go down to the gates. Very important. Very important. We need to rehearse it. We need to share our testimonies. We need to speak of what the Lord has done. If Lady Pastor Joyce goes through this season, when she meets somebody else who is going through a storm like hers, she will have a testimony to share with the person. Because these are things that will happen to people anyway. Death is one of the things that comes. It's, it's, it's something that we know about, but it's always a surprise. We know it's going to come, but it's always a surprise. But when you have been through it, you can also encourage somebody else who is going through. So, one of the things you need to understand, number one, is that testimonies, um, number one, let me just go through what I want to say. Testimonies bring salvation to unbelievers. Unbelievers, when they hear our testimonies, they also become saved. They understand the God that we serve. That's why we need to share testimonies. Number two, it prevents you from losing your miracle. Mm. <laughs> In Malachi 2, the Lord said to the priest, He said, Oh, ye priests, this commandment is for you. If you will not hear and you will not lay to her, to give glory unto my name, He said, I will send a curse upon your blessing. So if you have a testimony to share, pardon me, 
a curse on the blessing. You'll be amazed that that blessing that has been given to you, a curse is on it. <laughs> you say you will come and share testimony. Number three, it has the power to stir up faith in others. Because the Bible says that faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. So, as people hear, they also have faith to believe that, oh, if the Lord has done it for this person, then he will do it for me. He will do it for you. Isn't that what they say? Eh? Glenda, isn't that your son? If he did it for me, he will do it for you. Number four, a testimony is actually a prophecy. You are prophesying, but you don't even know. Revelation 19.10, Bible says that, he said, and I fell at his feet to worship him. And he said to him, see thou do it not. I am thy fellow servant and of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. He said, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So as you are sharing your prophecy, you are actual, your, your testimony, you are actually prophesying. Hey, may every testimony become that prophecy that you are waiting for. In the name of Jesus. Number five, your testimony is a weapon that overcomes the enemy. Yeah. It says that now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God. For the accuser of the brethren is cast down. And they overcame him, Revelation 12, 11, By the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. Oh, may you also have a testimony to share. As soon as you begin to share your testimony, the devil is afraid. The people who overcame, they overcame by their testimonies. When Jehoshaphat was being attacked, the Bible says that when he lifted up his voice, he began to rehearse all the things that the Lord has done in their lives. And that thing stirred up something. So when he began to move, a word of prophecy came. That listen, let the singers go ahead. And you follow, you'll be amazed at what the Lord will do. And by the time they arrived at the place, there was confusion all over the place. May the Lord give you a testimony. May you rehearse that testimony in the name of Jesus. May you overcome your enemy by your testimony. David overcame Goliath as he also gave the testimony of how he, he killed the lion and the bear. Amen. Number six, your testimony has the power to duplicate a testimony in another person. <laughs> yeah As somebody hears it, That same testimony It will be done in somebody else The same thing Yeah Believe God You also have the same testimony And number seven Your testimony Has the power to encourage you 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 will be encouraged because sometimes when you are there, it, it, I don't know what happens to you, but it, it sort of feels like God has forgotten you. God has disappointed you. Why should this happen to me? I mean, but there are a lot of things God has done for you, but you have forgotten all that because of this one situation you are going through. How many have been there before? Yeah, because of that one problem, all other things that the Lord has done, you've forgotten. But when you begin to share your testimony about some things, all of a sudden you begin to encourage yourself that, oh, God did this for me. He did this for me. He did this for me. That the same God will see me through. Oh, I thought you were going to put your hands together. And you're also going to add a shout of a rain. Hallelujah. 
So quickly as I close, three things or three testimonies that these disciples had by meeting with Jesus on, in that storm. First of all, they had the testimony of his power. The Bible says that, and when they were come into the ship, the wind ceased. Wow. What a power. He didn't even say anything. As soon as they arrived in the ship, <laughs> the wind ceased. May Jesus arrive where you are. Whatever wind is blowing against you, Today, I see Jesus arriving in your situation. Any wind contrary to you. I tell you, there are winds that are blowing you. Winds that blow against your marriage. Winds that blow against your ministry. Yeah. <laughs> One day, that man of God, he was, I mean, he did something to a certain man of God. He was very unhappy with him and he released a case he said that guy the wind is against him <laughs> so one day bishop said he was somewhere abroad and he met this man he was shopping with his family he said hey this man he doesn't know that the wind is against him as you are moving the wind is moving this way it was not long after that his wife left him Oh, a whole lot of bizarre things. If the wind blew the wife away. Hey, if the wind is against you. <laughs> in Job chapter 1, I'll show you. The Bible says in verse 18, while he was yet speaking. Now, Job, when Satan went to God, he was somewhere where he hasn't done anything. He was just <laughs> minding his own business, serving God, doing the will of God, not knowing God was bragging with him. God was using him as an example that he is a very wild guy. He can withstand. He will not backslide. Oh, so you may not know your storm that you are going through. It is that God has been bragging about you. That is why the storm has come. Hey! <laughs> it was, he was just there. He's somewhere trying to mind his own business, save God. Then Satan went to dare God about him, so many things. It's okay, you do anything you want to do to him. So things started happening, his children were dying. And Bible says in verse 18, it says that while he was here speaking, now people were coming to give him report about what was happening. Then another person also came in verse 18. There came also another and said, Thy sons and thy daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. And behold, there came a great wind from the wilderness and smote the four corners of the house. And it fell upon the young men and they are dead. And I'm the only one escaped to tell you. <laughs> I know why. They killed everybody and left this one to come and give the story. You'll be very sad. Why didn't one of my children survive? That This one is the one who has come to tell me. But that's the storm that comes. It comes in the form of a wind. And it came to blow away his children. And everything that he did, he had, I tell you, it was not a simple wind. So sometimes the wind can be blowing against you. And you will need Jesus to step in. Oh, today I don't know what wind is blowing against you. But I see Jesus stepping in the name of Jesus.
You see in verse 24, the Bible says that, but, but the boat was now in the midst of the sea, distressed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. When you read the Mark version, Mark 6, 47, it says that, And when evening was come, the boat was in the midst of the sea, and he was alone on the land. And seeing them distressed in rowing, for the wind was contrary to them. One of the things that the winds bring, it brings stress. And not just stress, but double stress. Because distress, that's die stress. Double stress. Anybody going through stress today, I came to speak to you. That Jesus is stepping into your situation to take away that stress. That is upon you. That is what they experienced. They experienced something that took away their stress. Something that fought against the wind that was contrary to them. It was a great testimony. You can always share this testimony with anybody. Because the wind that came against you, God helped you to sail through that wind. And you will find that other people are also having winds that are blowing against them. Hey, a bad news may be a contrary wind. A sickness may be a contrary The death of a loved one, a family member can be a contrary wind. But God, is turning it around to give you testimony. Hallelujah. A testimony of his power. Last Thursday at the turning point service, we had a lady. She came to give a powerful testimony. Hey, she was here last year because she suffered something and so her fallopian tubes had to be taken out. And she came for our September to deliver service last year turning point service here at the Kodesh. The power of God touched her. The lady got pregnant. I mean, I was asking doctor that is it possible that somebody who doesn't have fallopian tubes can become pregnant, can conceive and become pregnant. He said, even for the egg to come and for you to fly to meet the egg, the, the sperm, is also another thing. But you see, when you serve this God that we are talking about, when you serve this Jesus that we are talking about, Oh, that's the picture on the screen. That's the baby over there. Right here, last Thursday. Fallopian tube, everything destroyed. But she conceived. May God give you also a testimony. A testimony of his power in the name of Jesus. The second testimony they had was a testimony of his person. First of all, the testimony of his power. Secondly, the testimony of his person. You will, not, you will not miss any of these things because everything is just straightforward. The, the three things are TTT. Yeah, storms are a means of transport. Storms, storms are a means of testing you. Storms are a means of having a testimony. And then within the storm, three things, three testimonies that you're having. Testimony of his power. Testimony of his person. Are you there? The people knew that they were in the presence of Jesus. Bible says that as soon as the storms became still, they all came to him and they worshipped him. Wow. They began to realize who he was. They said, of a truth, you are the son of God. You know, God brings us to places where we can begin to see who exactly he is. Sometimes you never know who God is until you get into a certain situation. Oh yeah. 
I was talking to a brother last week and he was sharing with me a testimony. I mean, the testimony I have never heard in all my life, I've never heard a testimony like that. He was traveling abroad to go and see some contracts, some wild contract, hundreds of thousands of dollars. He didn't have any money, all he had was two hundred dollars. <laughs> Even that when he was going, he didn't have tickets, he didn't have anything, no. It's not that he had the ticket already. He went to church and he felt led to sow the hundred dollars out of the two hundred. So it was just left with hundred dollars. Hey. He was there believing God and when somebody called him that he would pay for his plane ticket to America. He arrived in America with one hundred dollars. He didn't have anything. The thing was going to pay. He didn't have it. He told the people that he was arriving. He has arrived. He didn't have the money, nothing. Then he went to church when he arrived in America. And then as they finished preaching, he felt led to sow 50 out of the hand. (laughs) So he was left with 50 in his pocket. He was moving around. He didn't have the money. Nothing. So he was there. And then his uncle called him. He said the people called him that. He should come. They are waiting for him. So he's coming. He knew that when he goes to where they are, he will have to pay his own hotel bill and all that. He didn't have the money for the hotel. So I'm coming. I'm coming. (laughs) <laughs> Come in. He was there when his uncle called him and said, ah, but you, you say you are coming here to do some business. Do you have the money for the thing? He was almost going to say something else, but he said, No, he will tell him the truth. So the truth is, I don't have money. I don't have anything. He said, Hey, said, how much is it? They told the amount. He said, Okay, I'll give you half of the money. <laughs> hey, it is not a simple thing. He had half of the money in his pocket. Now he had to go, I mean half, he could go and tell the people half, half, I'll bring the half. But he knows that when he goes, he has to pay the hotel. He doesn't. So the people called him that, are you not coming? We are waiting for you. We have booked the hotel for you. You are not coming. So, he said, hey, oh, I'm coming, I am coming. Hey! <laughs> hey! He arrived there as he, he said, hey, somebody called him and said, Oh, this thing you are doing, you need to wear a certain type. So he bought five shirts, each one cost a hundred dollars. The person bought the shirts for him. So he arrived at the place looking very kuntain, very, very wild. But he, he, he didn't, he took fifty dollars abroad. Though. It, it's not a simple thing, though. As he was, I said, This is your testimony is too wild, though. Then. <laughs> When he arrived at the place, the people, they, 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 so he signed the thing. So, so this is half of the money. I'll make sure that the other half, you will get it. He came back to Ghana. When he arrived, as he was leaving, somebody promised to give him some money, but the thing couldn't go to him. So when he arrived, the person said, oh, you have come. So how did he go? So I paid half of his level. So the other half, I will pay it. <laughs> That's it. May you receive a testimony. Then he said something to me. He said, I grew up in a mission house. I mean, I, but I have never known God in that way. In that way. So when he said it to me, I said, listen, people can be coming to church, but you will not know the person of God. The person of God. May you know the person of God. May you give the testimony of his person. Oh yeah, when you talk that way, you, you are different. That's what the Bible says. They that know their God, they shall be strong and they shall do exploits. You talk like somebody who knows your God.
when when Elijah challenged the prophets of Baal about God, who he was, and all that, and they said, Oh, Baal is this. Okay, if Baal is Baal, worship Baal. If God is God, worship. But we need to do a contest to show. And he said, Put a sacrifice there and call your God to send fire. He said, The God who is able to send fire, he will be God. He shall be the God. They stood there, they screamed, they cried, they cut themselves. He said, Oh, your God, where is he? Shout them more. He said, Maybe he's going to pursue. Pursue means he's gone to the toilet. That's, it's another way of saying it. <laughs> so maybe your God is gone to the toilet. You see, when you don't know the God that is saved, when they say, so the people are screaming more, so yeah, it's possible the God is gone to Our God is not that kind of God. <laughs> but whatever they did, it didn't work. Elijah said, have you finished? Okay, it's my turn. He said, me, I'm even going to make it water. He said, I want you to pour water on the sacrifice. <laughs> Let there be water all around it, everywhere. You see, what makes this particular thing very wild is that normally we use water to quench fire. But to use fire to quench water, it's another level altogether. So, when the people saw the fire coming to consume the sacrifice with the water, the Bible said, they all said, the Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. The Lord, May your testimony make people see the person of God. Finally, they testified of his physicianship. I told you three P's, you can't forget it. His power, his person, his physicianship. In other words, his ability to heal and to restore. To restore. When Peter realized that he was sinking... He cried, Jesus, save me. And the Bible says that Jesus stretched out his hand and saved him. When you begin to see that side of him, that even though you may be sinking, he is able to restore you and bring you back. It's also another testimony altogether. There are some people who feel that I cannot come back again where I have reached. But I came to announce you that you can come back. Oh, I see a testimony of restoration. Somebody is saying, I've given up. I'm tired. I cannot go on. You can. Because the God that we serve is able to restore. He takes the broken piece. There's a song that the choir sings. The porter wants to put you back together again. Oh, you will sing that song for me. But he will put you back together again. I'm speaking to somebody. You said, oh, because of the death of my father, because of the death of my mother, I cannot go on. I came to announce to you that God can bring you back together again. He can restore your health. He can restore your strength. He can restore you back to who you were. In the name of Jesus, somebody shout yes. You cannot say I'm giving up. Because it is not finished. God has not finished with you yet. He can restore you. Your broken pieces, he's able to pick them, bring them together, and make you even a better person than you were. I'm speaking to somebody this morning. God is making you a better person. That storm is rather making you better. Not bitter, but better. You are not going to be bitter, but you are going to be better in the name of Jesus Christ. That is who God is making you. I don't know what you went through. The Bible says that it was so great that when he arrived at the shores, 
the people of Genesaret and all that, they went to gather all the sick people. They said, listen, this guy, he's able to restore sick people. He's able to restore situations. Anything that is spoiled, he can restore. And so, let's bring all our sick people so that he will touch them. And the Bible says, as many as touched him, they were made completely whole. Today, as many who can touch him, may the Lord make you whole again. May the Lord restore you again. May your joy be restored. May your faith be restored. May your hope be restored in the name of Jesus Christ. The potter wants to put you back together again. And he's going to restore you. Stand to your feet, everybody. Ah. The Spirit of the Lord is telling me that there are some people here, you feel like giving up. You feel that what I've gone through, I can't come back again. But the porter wants to put you back together again. If you're one of those people, I want you to come to the front right now. I feel a healing power here to touch you. Come quickly. Come quickly. Sing that song for me. The porter wants to put you back together again. Lift up your hands to the Lord right now. Oh, yes. Case you have fallen. Yes. By the wayside of life. Lift up your hands to the Lord. Dreams and visions shattered. Yes. You are Do you have some oil here? Inside. You don't. No problem. We're going to pray for these ones. You Pastors, please help me. Oh, yes. In the shape that you You don't have to stay in the state you are in. Pastors, quickly help me. Put you back together again. Over the walls to put you back together. Pastors, lay hands on them and pray for them right now. Receive healing right now. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Yes, receive it. Where are the ashes? I need you to help these ones. Be restored. Be restored. Be restored. Be restored. In the name of Jesus. Be restored. Be restored. Back. Back. In the name of Jesus. It's your portion. It's your portion. Receive it. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for your touch. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Be restored, my brother. Be restored this morning. In the name of Jesus. The portal was to put you back together again. Receive it. Yes. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Be healed. Be restored. Recover all that you have lost. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Yes. Come on. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Receive it, receive it, receive it, receive a restoration. Oh yes, God is healing you. God is healing you and restoring you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Be restored. Be restored. Be restored. Be restored. In the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for a restoration for these ones. Yes, yes. You can go on. You can do it again. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Oh. Oh, the Potter wants to put you back together. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 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 Receive a restoration. May you be put together again. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Yes, you who are broken. Stop oh, Jesus. Father, thank you. In the name of Jesus. Touch. 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 
touched, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Everybody lift up your hands right now. The Spirit of God is touching you. Receive a touch from the Lord. Receive your touch from the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Be restored again. Be restored again. Be restored again. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Bless your people. Thank you, Lord. Oh, the poor that wants to put you back. The poor you back together again. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, thank you for your restoration for your people. Touch everyone here, Lord. Even those who have lost loved ones. And Lord, even for our sister, Angela's family, Angela Amasewa, we pray for the family also that you touch them. Touch them. Restore them. Restore their joy. Restore their faith. Restore their hope. Anybody giving up this morning, Father, we ask for restoration. Touch. May their lives not be the same again. In Jesus' name, Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, this morning with every head bowed, with all eyes closed, maybe somebody invited you to church or you came on your own, but you're not born again. It's time to testify of the person of Jesus. He died on the cross to save you so you can have salvation. Today, with every head bowed, with all eyes closed, you want to surrender your life to Jesus wherever you are. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you're here like that, lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. You want to be saved. You want to be born again. Lift up your right hand wherever you are. At the back, in front, God bless you. I see your hands. Don't be shy. Let it go up above your head. Today is a day of salvation. Today is a day of deliverance. God is delivering you from every work of darkness. God bless you. I see your hands. I see your hands. I see your hands. If you have lifted up your hand, please do one more thing for me. Can you come to me in front here? My sister, come all the way to the front. I'm going to pray with you. My brother, come. My sister, come. My brother, come. Love for them as they come. Come. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Love for them. Come all the way to the front. Jesus is calling you. Today's a special day. Come to Jesus. All to be my blessed Savior. Come all the way. Those of you in front, lift up your two hands. We're going to pray. It's a sign of surrender. We're going to pray. Just pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. I open my heart to you. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please put my name in the Lamb's book of life from today. I will serve you. I will follow you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you so much. Taking a very important decision. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. God richly bless you.